0: I I claim what belongs to me I have a portion I have a portion portion. in the earth realm and I come tonight in the name of Jesus with the anointing to establish my portion I establish my portion Tonight, I am talking to us on what I call establish your portion in the earth realm. So I want you to say my portion, my my place place. is guaranteed guaranteed. in the name of Jesus. Y'all go ahead and give him a big hand of praise in the building. Give him a big hand of praise. Today, we're going to start from the book of Luke chapter one, from verse one to verse 4. NIV. The Bible says, many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us. Just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first day were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself i want you to follow this verse three everybody please carefully observe verse three i wonder why that scripture is not on the screen now i myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning i too decided to write an orderly account for you most excellent theophilus So that you may know the certainty of the things that you have been taught. Now, I want you to understand that God is really particular about dealing with you as one person. God is really particular about dealing with you as a man. As an individual, I want you to understand things of God that oftentimes it is possible for us to get lost in the crowd. But for you to really ascertain your walk with God, you need to understand that the walk with God is in fact a covenant. And that covenant can only be effected with one person. A person cannot make a covenant for you. Somebody cannot say, well, i signed a deal for you. You can give somebody the power of attorney to act on your behalf. But you can't give two people the power of attorney to act on your behalf. When it comes to the constitutionality of your destiny, of your individuality, look in my eyes, somebody, you have to do it alone. It has to be you and God alone. There is a place you will get to in God that a cloud cannot go with you. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Okay, I hope I have some uh, supernatural warriors here tonight because something is about to get loose upon this building. Something is about to happen here. I'm just starting to feel a switch in the room right now as I'm starting to talk. I'm starting to see angels fall in position. And I started to say, God, we're just going to have evening service. Why are all these angels falling in all of these positions? And the Lord said, I'm sending angels in the house tonight because I want to do something powerful okay so we got to follow the rhythm of the spirit Oftentimes, the enemy will want you to be lost in the crowd and Satan will want you glory to God something shifted just now the enemy will want you glory to God to continue to stay mellow and, and to assume that God does not know you as a person or to begin to assume that God does not care about you as an individual I want you to understand Understand that God will never do anything with you until he gets your personal, individual attention. God is the God of nations. He's the God of people. He's the God of congregations. He's the God of corporate worship. But no matter what it is that you carry or you tap into in God, it's not going to be substantial intangible in your life until you deal with it personally come on somebody and so he is the God of a person I want you to please lift your right hand and say he's my God Okay, see I thank God for the God of Abraham and I thank God for the God of Isaac. I thank God for the God of the big names, but I thank God because in the midst of all of that, he is still mine. God it is my God to come on somebody in the means of God in the God of the universe, being the God of the oceans, being the God of the galaxy, being the God of mountain, being the God of nations, being the God of billions of people. I have the opportunity to say that this God is also my God. He's my personal God. Oh God help me tonight. His my God knows me by name. He called me by name. He appointed Uh, Anybody here tonight know that this same God is your God. Uh, I feel the Holy Ghost. He's my God. He's living in me. He's moving in me. He's talking to me. I I want you to get back in this scripture and you can see the right of of Luke. Luke, the uh, uh, apostle, I believe he's also one of the apostles of Jesus, though he was not numbered amongst the twelve. And Luke says, listen. Others have written also the account of the life of Jesus, but I also I got to contribute my own. I feel the Holy Ghost. I want you to say, "I also." Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Look at my eyes. Others have come this way. Others have also borne their testimony. Others have given a word. Others have succeeded. Others have made their mark in the earth. Others have shared their own testimony. Others have gone ahead of me. Others have received the blessing of their marriage. Others have received the blessing of their prosperity. Others have stepped into the fulfillment of their destiny. But look, said I. I also... How many people here tonight believe that what God has done for others, He's about to do in your own life too? Come on, somebody. I will also make my mark. I feel the Holy Ghost. I also will make my mark. I also will shout my shout. I also will ride my own epistle. Jesus, help me tonight. I also will release the glory of of God that's in my life. I'm also carrying something. I want you to say with me, I thank God for others, but I am also declaring that this is my own season. Come on, somebody say, yes, Lord, this is my season. God gives a portion to everybody. You have a portion. I don't know too many times when we come to church, we don't have the opportunity to approach God Personally, we're trying to hide behind somebody that you presume is carrying a heavy anointing on their lives. And you think, well, I can't even approach the throne room of God. I can come in the presence of God. I need somebody to go in on my behalf. I need somebody to mediate for me. I need somebody to speak for me. But God told me that you also, you have a voice in the heavens. You also have an identity in the in the supernatural realm. There is my God. There is a word that's going forth about your life. Jesus, help me tonight. Somebody here need to understand that the spirit of God is strapping you off of invincibility. And God is now giving you your own place, your portion. There is something that belongs to you. There is something that you are calling to do. There is something you are anointed for that the enemy cannot drip you off. The devil cannot take what is yours. Others have been blessed but God says this is your time to also be blessed. If you believe it, say yes Lord. The writer of the book of Luke says I also have come in an order have come in a capacity, have come With a voice, have come with a message, have come with a uniqueness, have come with a destiny, have come with an assignment, have come to take my place, have come in the volume of books that's written of me have come to do that which Christ has apprehended me for. I also will step into God's program for my destiny. I also will receive my own opportunity to make an indelible mark upon my generation. I also will do great things. I also will write a book. I also will raise a family. I also will start, hallelujah, what God has placed inside of my belly. I also will own a business. I also will raise a children. I don't know who I'm talking to, but as God is speaking and as this word is coming to your spirit, I want you to begin to legislate it right upon your own particular situation. Others have done theirs, but I also will do mine. I will not be shut down. I will not be mesmerized. I will not be intimidated. I will not stay behind the veil. I will will not sit at the back seat I also will find my place. There is a place for me in the earth realm. There's a Chinese proverb that says no matter how short a man is he also can see the skies. All he has to do is to lift up his head. No matter how short you might look no matter how feeble no matter how insignificant that you think that you are God says if you too will raise up your head, you too can see the skies. It's an open sky and everybody can find their place. I want you to know that there is a place for you tonight. A place which God has ordained just for you. I feel the Holy Ghost in this building. It looks to me as if God in this season, in supernatural life center, God is now taking his people and is breaking the veil which the enemy has put upon them so that the people of God can settle for a second class destiny. It looks to me as if God is propelling the spirit of his people and God is causing the last to be the first. I begin to feel in my spirit that these days the stones which the builders rejected and the people that society thought would not do much, the people that have Bow their head, the people that are hiding, like Gideon, the people who are threshing wheat in the wine press. It looks like God's anointing is now locating them. I don't know if there's somebody in this building that believes that there is an anointing on their lives and that they are called into the kingdom for such a time as this, and they know that God is the God of individual blessing. I told you that everything that God will do in your life will only be made tangible by covenant. And you cannot make covenant with two people. Two people can make covenant between themselves. But you can't make a covenant with a group. A covenant has to be with somebody. I don't know who you are tonight. But the spirit of God says, I'm making with you a covenant. And you are standing, stepping out of the crowd. i talked to somebody tonight by the spirit of God. The Lord told me to come here and tell you that your days of hiding in the crowd is over. You are going to stand your ground. And you also, everybody say, I also. I have come to make my mark in the earth realm the Bible says in the book of Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 34, the Bible says for the Lord is my portion in the land of the living. The Lord is my portion. In other words, Jeremiah in this place, he's writing that God has assigned to him a portion. Uh Everybody in the kingdom, God has given us a portion. We all carry a weight of glory. Come on somebody. We all carry a unique assignment. Jeremiah in Lamentation says, the Lord is my portion. You carry a portion. Who are you? What are you called to do? You need to understand that the Spirit of God says, it's time for the eagle anointing that's on your life to manifest. It's time for your creativity to manifest. It's time for you to spread your wings and to sow it's time for you to shine come on Jesus help me it's time for you to do the will of God it's time for you to see yourself as the father has seen you hallelujah the bible says in the book of 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16 to verse 18 I I, I don't want to rush that place I want to excavate the scriptures that's in that place 2nd Corinthians Chapter 3 and verse 16 all the way to verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16 to verse 18. I want you to see what the Bible says here. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Okay. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Another translation says, "There is liberty." Somebody say, "I have liberty." I can't hear you say, "I have liberty to fulfill my divine destiny." Oh, I, I didn't hear that. Say it again. Say, "I have the liberty." Please say it with faith. I have the liberty to be what God called me to be. I have the liberty to shine. Say so the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we all, who with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So scripture says whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil that shut them from becoming the original intent of God. And that which God has created them to be. The Bible says the veil is taken away. And not only is the veil taken away, but the scripture says, the Lord who is the spirit, it dwells amongst them. And the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Too many times the enemy will constrain us And he would try to restrain the manifestation of the glory of our individual destiny. But the moment that we step into the glory realm, the first thing that's going to happen to you, look in my eyes everybody, is that you're going to have the liberty to express that which is your destiny. Because God is looking for you as a person. He's waiting for you as an individual so that you can stand out of the crowd and be who God wants you to be. The Lord is like a mirror. And whenever you look at the mirror, what are you supposed to see? You see yourself. When you look at Jesus, when you look upon the glory of God, you begin to see yourself as God sees you the eyes of your understanding now becomes enlightened. You become intertwined with God. You become one with the spirit. You can see yourself. You can understand your assignment. You can understand the prophetic blueprint of your own destiny as God sees it. Now, the word of God tells us, I want you to follow me in a minute, that Satan will try everything he can And that's why the Bible says here, the veil is taken away. Those of us who have known the Lord, who have turned to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Because the enemy will try every time to cloud your life with veil. And many people have never really understood the blueprint of who they are by themselves, in themselves, by the Spirit of God. They don't know it because they are covered with layers and layers of veil. And one major veil that you have to tear of tonight, listen to me, is the impression or the opinion of people about you. Whenever God is calling you, man of God, into stepping to fulfill the destiny on your life, you're going to have to deal with the opinion of men. And many of you don't understand that the opinion of men is not only people's idea, but in fact, it's a demon spirit. Oh, okay. You need to hear this. It's it's a demonic stronghold. It's a spirit that comes to try to make you fit into people's idea or people's mindset about you when in fact what they're thinking towards you will never agree with the will of God I don't care who it is that is in your life if they do not tap into the revelatory blueprint of God for your destiny they cannot understand the blueprint of God for your life the disciples were with Jesus every day, night, and day for three years yet they did not know who jesus was and jesus asked him who do men say that i am and the bible says they all started to express their opinion and what their impression was but it was wrong people might call you by all kinds of things but if you do not navigate yourself into the third heaven. Download what is the will of God. You're not going to know who it is you are called to be. The Bible says, Peter said to Jesus, You are the The Son of the Living God and Jesus say, Hear me, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Okay, okay, help me, Holy Ghost. Flesh and blood. What is flesh? Flesh speaks about the people you know in the earth, blood speaks about your family. Am I talking to somebody? And so, somebody can be an associate at work, a colleague a business partner. They are flesh. You are dealing with them in the natural. And somebody can be by blood. Come on, Jesus, help me. Blood means they are related to you. Some of you are trying to find the identity of your destiny from flesh and blood. This is getting good. You are going to your colleagues. You are going to business partner. And you are saying to them, please, what do you think of me? Can I do this? Am I able to do this? Can you write me a little note? Now, they can't find you. They can try to navigate you, but they can't find your destiny. They can't find your assignment. They can't find your glory. And your family members can't find you. Am I talking to somebody right now? The Bible says when David was at the battlefield, his brother said to him, you are vain in your heart. You have only come to see the war. His brother's the not navigate his destiny that God has anointed David to be a, a giant killer. So Jesus say, because you are related to me or because we hang together does not mean you know me. Flesh and blood is not able to reveal, And that's why if God is calling you to something significant, you have to deliberately Hallelujah, disconnect yourself from the opinion of men. Oh, God, help me tonight. You have to tell flesh and blood, thank you. But it looks as if something deeper is calling me. The glory of God that's upon your spirit can only be navigated from the third heaven. It has to come by a spirit of revelation. Flesh and blood has not revealed this, but my Father which is in heaven says Jesus would not commit himself unto man for he himself knew what was in man. I tonight, my God to snatch you out of the demonic cycle of familiar spirit oh God help me tonight familiar spirit means things that are familiar with you, people that know you too much people that you grew up together, people who are too close to you my God, people who have seen you in your lowest form people who cannot come. that you are the next uh, giant Killer. They can't understand that you are the next history maker. You try to explain it, it still does not make sense. I come tonight with a new order to let you know that orders have gone ahead. But God says, it's your time also. God help me tonight. I just look at the timetable of God and God told me to come the supernatural life center on the 9th of September right about this second service God help me tonight he told me to come announce to somebody that in the timetable of God this time is your time help me Holy Ghost I, 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 I came to speak to you specifically who am I talking to tonight to look at somebody in the eyes uh, and call them by the name of their destiny. Uh, Oh, Jesus, help me. Your spirit. I came to let you know that there is a book that's written around your life, and it must be to fulfill the content of the book. Oh, Jesus, I came to let you know you can live your life anymore to so please people. my God, we you to not some people don't be happy. If you are living, some people to be happy. If you are blessed, they talk. If you're not blessed, they talk. If you find they talk. If you're not blessed, they talk. What else do you do with the people of God and let them talk anyways? Is there somebody in the building tonight who is under the compulsion of reason before? I have a pathological desire to please people uh, and you to please God for once. If you can please God, uh, all of God's children, they will be pleased uh, with your pleasing God. Uh, we have hit a critical time in- Today. We have made a critical time in our assignment. We have made a critical moment in the will of God for our lives. Come on, help me leave us. The moment that we are now is the moment that we can't middle ground anymore. Hear this, somebody. The moment we are now, we can't do middle ground, we can't stay in the middle, we can't do right and black, we can't do. Cold and hot, we come to the point that we gotta decide whose report we will believe. I feel the Holy Ghost. We gotta come to a place that we cannot be friends with everybody. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost now. You cannot seek to be accepted by like everybody. Oh, God help me! You cannot feel. You have come to a critical place that you cannot try to make everybody to be in your business. These are the days of demarcation. God is drawing the line because there is a giant anointing on your spirit. This giant anointing is going to intimidate people. That's why you have to draw the line and say, I also I carry on destiny. I on my life. I also I the in the womb of my spirit. I also will reach the world of God. Yeah. I also it's my own also. yourself from the opinion of man. Shout it, say, I deliver. Say it again, say, I deliver myself from the opinion of man. When Paul the apostle, I want you to hear this. I got to excavate this so good before I get to the next level because this, tonight you're going to go back and look at yourself in the mirror sometimes the Holy Ghost will cause you by the rhythm of the kingdom and the necessity and the urgency of the assignment that God plays on your life to find your way out of the crowd. There's a place that God will throw you in the midst of a crowd, but there's a place that God will pull you out of the crowd. And God will intentionally pull you out of the crowd in order to shift your own spirit. Scripture says after Paul who was persecuting the church had not come to the place where Paul had encountered Jesus on the way to Damascus. I want you to understand that Paul did not get a welcome party from the church. As a matter of fact, many, many people within the corners, within the ranks of the church did not believe that his conviction and his conversion was genuine. A lot of people continue to be scared of him. And some continue to be unforgiven and vindictive of his past. And some still used to remind him that it was him that in fact held the cloak of them that, praise God, threw the stones to kill Stephen who happened to be the first martyr. And it was because the church in Jerusalem, no matter how much Paul laid himself on the line, was not receptive of his ministry that in fact made Paul to decide to take his bags and say this city is too small for us. I got to get my own place outside of this domain. I know that by the time the Holy Ghost is done shifting things in our spirit today we're going to look at ourselves not in the company of others but alone with God. Because I'm going to take you on a journey and I'm going to fast track your journey, your timeline in the name of the Lord. And I'm going to bring you tonight, each of you, before the judgment seat of Christ. I'm going to bring you to that place that you will stand alone with God. Because whether you think about it, whether you understand it, whether you you, you realize it, one day is coming that you alone will stand before the Lord. I want you to hear that. Nobody will stand with you. Your mother will not stand. Your husband will not stand. Your sister will not stand. Your children will not stand. Your uncles, your nieces, your aunt, everybody that you are hallelujah, so conscious of right now and all the friends that you're trying to impress and trying to make them accept you, they will not even be able to come a billion miles close to you. You are going to stand alone before the judgment seat of Christ and you are going to give an account of your own assignment. You're going to give an account of your life to God, you're going to give an account of your journey. You're going to give an account of your decisions and your service and your fulfillment of what God made to be your destiny. And the exciting thing is, when God is going to ask you about your assignment, God will not ask you based on what you did, but based on what you were meant to do. He sees you in the blueprint of your assignment. And so, We don't understand that whenever it comes to fulfilling that which is the will of God for our lives, God does not have a problem. Look at my eyes. He has no problem. Many of us, we always talk about God or the context of the spirit as being the hinderers. Come on, help me, Jesus. Into fulfilling what is God's will for our lives. Look at my eyes, everybody. There is no time that there will be, in fact, A vertical problem in your life. No time. Not one day. There will be no time. Look at me. Look at me. That there will be in fact uh, a disruption in the heavenly places. Do you even know how quick it is for God to align your life? Second. Second. The moment. The Bible says the moment that you hit the floor you were hurt. Second. How? How quick? How easy, how, how swift is it for God to set you on your way to make a way seconds? It doesn't take time. God has no problem. God has given you a marching order. Look look at me somebody. Every time that something is not in place as it relates to your destiny, it has nothing to do with God. It usually has everything to do with the horizontal alignment. And that speaks of people. Okay. People are the greatest blessing of your life. And people are the greatest problem of your life. Okay. I want to talk to somebody right now. People are the ones that will constitute hindrance to your destiny. Okay. Every battle the devil will send against you, it has no bearing until the devil use somebody. Oh, I want to talk to somebody right now. Every time... That somebody speaks a word against you. Am I talking to somebody? Every time somebody look at you and they and, and, and they tear you down because they do not believe in your vision or because they do not think that you are the candidate for that kind of assignment, it does something to your spirit. It is like a vicious arrow that's been sent from the pit of hell to demoralize you. Completely and I know many people for so many years they never had one desire to get up and run their race and do the will of God because they carried in them a stronghold that was put in place by somebody's opinion especially somebody in authority but I come tonight and I he down every stronghold and every intimidation from the opinion of men, my God that's holding down the will of God over your life. I declare now in the name of Jesus, let the power of God and the giant of you rise up on us and on this, I also will do I also sit down, please. Paul intentionally had to deliver himself from the opinion of men. He had to say to himself, "Yes, I was there when Stephen died. I held their cloak. I I encouraged them to stoke him." But that's in the past. That's behind the blood. That's behind the cross. He had to continually to reinforce the tangibility of his new creation identity. If Jesus saved me from one sin, then he saved me from all sin. If he delivered me from one, he delivered me from all. And Paul started to realize that his problem was not with God. In fact, God was giving him the anointing and the mandate to be an apostle. But he realized that as long as he stayed among these people, Many of you are using the precious days of your life. Staying amongst people who do not like you. Who do not celebrate you. Who do not allow your gift to grow. Who are all up to, you know, make your life a warfare. You are staying in a place where you are fighting battle. Fighting a battle to be accepted. A battle to be loved. A battle to be celebrated. A battle to be noticed. When in fact God is saying, I don't have a problem with you. If you like, you can stay in Jerusalem you want. But Paul said to himself, I'm not going to stay in this city of Jerusalem because there's nothing I do that's going to make these believers like me. Let me tell you something. Somebody can be a believer in God and be an unbeliever towards you. Okay. Okay. Because somebody believes in God and they are a believer in God. Does not make them a believer of you. Come on somebody. You can believe in God and not believe in me. so many people who are going to heaven that they, they do not believe in another believer because of what they've seen them do in the past. And you can stare and hang with those kind of people and try to make yourself accepted or you can say, wait a minute it looks to me as if no matter how soft you are, you too can see the sky and the sky is big enough. I'm going to let the will of God in my life to be done." Over the corner. he packed his batch and he went to the chapter. He said, "Thank God." Because there is a place for me, I have my portion. Who am I talking to right now? Let me tell you something. Don't let anybody deceive you. Without them, you can't breathe, without them, you can't move. Without the devil, is a liar. There is an anointing of the spirit. And the call of God on my life today is to steer your water. God I feel the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost said to me don't don't drop that line. He said tell my people that I'm going to detox their spirit and I'm going to extract from their spirit every negative word that's been pronounced over their lives. I'll come on somebody. I don't know who you are but I saints woman of God. Sent me here tonight to press the reset button for somebody's spirit. It looks to me as if too many viruses have been. Unloaded into the system, it looks to me as if you battled through your life. It looks to me as if there's too much abuse that you have to endure, and you developed a big screen. And you you stop believing in yourself, you stop believing in your own destiny. It looks to me as if you've struggled so hard, and now you are tired of, of fighting. You don't even want to fight anymore, you are just dealing with life. As it comes You are just taking every day As it comes But the speed of God says Press the reset button And let somebody's spirit Be brought back to manufacture us settings There is a God setting A God setting of faith A God setting of power A God setting of confidence A God setting of grace A God setting where your gift and your calling and your anointing is meant to manifest. My God, that devil is a liar. I come in the name of Jesus. I come by the Spirit of God to press the, the fourth button, the reset button of your spirit. I bring you back to your place of power. I bring you back to your place of wholeness bring you back to your place of confidence, your place of courage, your place of visions, your place of dreams, your place of possibility. The power of the kingdom is in this room to lie. The devil is a liar. Too many have been broken Too many have been broken up. Too many have been slandered Too many have been down. Can't rise up and express their gift right now. If God, God does not have a problem with us. I don't know what your past is. I don't know what your mistakes were. But God don't have a problem with you. God God, God, God is not holding you. It's people that are holding you. Am I talking to somebody right now? It's people that are talking evil about you. Oh, okay. Angels don't gossip am I talking to somebody right now. Angels don't backbite people. Angels don't slander people. The Holy Ghost does not slander people. Those of you who are suffering, who are dealing with what people said. It was not God that said it. It was demon that used people's mouth. It made you, you have downloaded those viruses into your spirit. And you don't even believe that you are worth anything. Others have what they gotta do, I also will do mine, I come tonight, hear me, to fight the spirit of Herod, what is the spirit of Herod, the spirit of Herod, is the spirit that destroys greatness in its infancy, Jesus when a baby, the spirit of Herod, says kill all the children, some of you in your glowing years, there are people who have used their authority, to squeeze your gifts uh, to, to shut you down they can see who God has called you to be uh, and they will not encourage you because they are intimidated by your gifts uh, my God, what am I talking to? and they shut you down uh, and they shut down your anointed they shut down your glory they shut down your gifts uh, until you start to look in the mirror and you don't even recognize what you see in the mirror but don't me I raise giants. In SMC. My God, I carry an anointed. I come in the name of Jesus. I come by the Spirit of God. I come by the power of the kingdom. I open the prison gates and let the son of God come out. We deliver the church. We deliver this generation from the fear of men. Listen to me now. All the people. All the people that said you can't do anything, they lie. All the people that says God has left you, they lie. All the people that says you can't have a future, they lie. I said they lie. When I say something, tell me they lie. All that says you can't amount to anything, all that says you can't go forward. This is the end of your life. All oh, that says if they don't talk to you, you can't go forward. All oh, that says if you leave me, you die. All oh, that says if you if you leave this place, you will die. All oh, that says you will not have a voice. All oh, that says you will not have a place. Oh, that says you are coming back to bed. Everyone that says you have no responsibility. Everyone that look at you and smear at you. I said the lie. Let lie. Somebody get your face in the field. Come on. Shut up.